Welcome to Booze and Banter. We're all friends here. We like to talk, drink a little talk, and have a really good beer. Beer. That's what we do Tuesday nights because we like to hang out. Booze Banter. Booze Banter. We never had no clout. I've never had no doubt. What's up, guys? Welcome to Booths and Banter, episode 41. I hope everybody had a very Merry Christmas, uh, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you guys celebrate. I hope it was a happy holiday season. Some of it's still going on. Um, but what in the hell is Boxing Day? You guys know what that is? Because I everybody's talking about Boxing Day the day after Christmas, and I have no fucking clue what that is. I'm pretty sure it's a soccer term. Boxing I think it's day? it's when you box up all the crappy gifts you have and you throw them in the dumpster. Or you box them up and return them because you didn't like your gifts. I don't I don't believe in returns, man. Once you get them, you're stuck with them. Ain't ain't so if, I feel like you return stuff, they're giving you a chore. They're giving you something like out of their heart no, and then you have to and then you have to re- you're wrong side. You better start losing weight or gain weight. One of the two, or get sure. <laughs> you got to do something. Okay, here I looked it up real quick, and I it, it's not a soccer term, but it does originate in Britain. Um, Boxing Day is a centuries-old gift-giving day that originated in Britain. Yes, boxes are a big part of Boxing Day traditions. It was a custom on that day for tradesmen to collect their Christmas boxes, give some money or goods in return for reliable services all year. Do you have any trades who have been especially helpful this year? Your postman, takes a guy, city doorman. Yeah, I don't want to keep going on with this, but basically it's a Britain thing. There, they uh, they appreciate their workers and and then they give back to them. Damn, that's actually kind of cool. I wish that we appreciated our workers here. Instead, we just get fucking pissed off at the post office for not getting our Christmas gifts here a week early. Very true. <laughs> so- Oh, but we're going to start this. Whoa. Whoa. Go ahead. Whoa. Whoa. I was just talking to Jenna because we had to send uh, send some boxes via UPS yesterday. And um, I guess don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure um, postal service jobs have the uh, the highest uh, suicide rates in America. Whoa. Really? Yeah, because they're, because they're so underappreciated and they're never, like, no one's ever, like, typically happy at, to uh, postal service workers they're very like if their shit's not perfectly on time they're upset if it's the wrong package they're upset the only way to get to be happy about the postal service is if you get something early which is very hard to do so they're just very underappreciated they work really rough hours like they got to get up super early and uh it's cold as don't, shit Those vehicles yeah aren't yeah don't don't it. quote me but i'm pretty sure it's like either the most, the highest number for suicide rates, or it's like just the most underappreciated and like worst, like one of the worst industries to work in, or something like that. But so everybody out there, you go, you go thank a mailman today. Yeah, I know, I know a mailman actually in Bismarck, North Dakota, and loved the guy. He's one of the most chipper guys, hilarious, great dude. So he is, uh, he's going against the curve, and he's he's trying to bring the mailman hype train with him everywhere he goes yeah he is... i could be a mailman i think that, that i think that would be okay I, I think i would enjoy being a mailman 
I mean, you can only deliver, you know, what you have. So it's like people can get upset at you, but it's like I'm not purposely just getting your package late. You know, like I, I'll give you what I have. That's all you can do. You know, if you if you had the choice to become like a, a mail carrier, would you work for the USPS, UPS or FedEx? Uh, I would work for FedEx, I think, because they buy their routes. I think I would, too. I would do FedEx because then also that's where um, the red-haired child from Cheaper by the Dozen is from. So maybe I can meet him or his parents. That's a great fact. (laughs) (laughs) While we're on the topic of uh, people being underappreciated, I I linked you guys something in the group chat that was uh, just happened in December. It was an Amazon driver. He parked in the middle of the street while delivering his, like, not in the middle, but, like, to the point where there's a traffic jam behind him, basically. And, um, people were getting pissed at him. Like, I can play a little bit of the clip here, if you can hear it. I said, move the truck or I'll move it for you. No, you're not moving nothing. I'm ready to drop these packages off and you're ready to wait, bro. Chill, bro. I just parked the truck not too long ago. There are fucking 10 cars in the way. Move the motherfucking truck. Yeah, all right. Jesus. I, I am talking to you like that right now. You hear me? They all hear me. You inconsiderate piece of shit. Move the fucking truck. Yeah, you can fuck off too. All right, I'm going to move it for you then. You're going to spouse on me. You're going to spouse on me. Why don't you spouse on the steering wheel? Do you see the fucking mess you're causing? Bro, I'm not causing I'm just trying to deliver the packages. There's a fucking parking spot right there, and you're in the middle of the goddamn street, you fool. You think you're in the right here? Yeah, you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck when your ass is fired. I'm not gonna get fired, bro. I'm dropping packages. You are. I'm not. You think you're not gonna get fired? Jesus. What do you think about that situation? Is that why suicide rates are so high? Well, first of all, I would be like, if I were the guy dropping off the packages, I'd be like, what's your address, first of all? Because I know where I'm not delivering these goddamn packages. But uh, I would be like, if you were to just get off my case, I could have delivered these packages and got exactly. and moved my truck by now. So, like, maybe come up and be like, hey, what's going on? And then if he's like, I'm delivering packages, just be like, oh, okay, is it like just this house or a couple more houses? Or, you know, just like weigh out the situation before you just start telling them to like, fucking move or I'll fucking move for you. Like, like, I'm sure it was a little bit of a burden, but it's like he is just doing his job, you know? Right. I mean, the, the the video shows what like the street looked like. It, it's kind of like a like a neighborhood street where there's cars parked on one side, and so he's kind of blocking up the road. And there was like a ten pile up behind him. But like, what would you do in that situation? Would you go up there and <laughs> drive park his truck a little bit over? Too. I'm so like when it comes to driving, I do get a little bit of road rage sometimes. But strictly when people are like. Do they when they just drive dumb? If people drive slow, I mean, I get a little bugged by it, but I'm typically like I try and treat other drivers how I would want them to treat me. Like, if I'm trying to merge into something and somebody like slows down or speeds up to let me merge, I'm like, thank you, I would have done the same thing. So, I would have probably just sat there in my car and been like, well, hopefully, this guy moves yeah. shortly here. I'm sure he's doing something. Like, I you wouldn't get you, out of my car. You know what you do? You, you just turn the radio up a little longer and you just wait. You wait the two minutes. It might be two minutes. 
He's going to deliver his – he probably has, like, 18 packages for one house. He's going to deliver them all, and he's going to get his truck, and he's going to drive away. Like, he, like what Cole is saying, he's – he the guy who's arguing with him is slowing it down because he can't deliver when he's getting yelled at. And it sounded like there was more than one person surrounding – it sounded – it sounded very hostile, and like if I was the driver, it sounded like there was more than one person coming at him. Yeah, and at and, that point, and you're not it's just gonna like... go ahead. I actually, I didn't know where I was going with that. So I was, I was Sorry. Well, I was gonna say you're not gonna, and he's saying he's gonna move his truck, so it's not like he's gonna go and deliver these packages because the guys like move the truck or I'm gonna move it. So if he goes to deliver these packages, this other guy is gonna take the truck. So it's like, well, now he has to stay by his truck until you just calm down and let him deliver the packages. And I guarantee if he would have went about it as like, hey, man, there's a couple cars behind you. Can you just pull over a little bit or something or maybe make some room or like offer to help deliver the damn packages or something yeah, like grab, if you're that worried about the time. If you're that strenuous on time, just be like, OK, how many more packages you got? Let's get this done. You know, like just especially around this time too. like why you just got to like ruin somebody's day. And I don't know. Very. He went about that very wrong, in my opinion. On the topic of, like, postal workers, uh, do you guys remember when Casey Neistat raised a bunch of money for Marlin, his UPS driver, by any chance? Uh, a little bit, yeah. We're going to refresh my memory. So Marlin is a UPS driver in New York City, which is probably one of the toughest places to drive a UPS truck because you got to park blocks away and fucking, like, go through the elements and shit, and Casey became friends with him. Uh, listeners, Casey Neistat's a YouTuber, uh, probably one of the first, like, great vloggers, um, and all around, like, fantastic video editor. But anyhow, he, uh, raised $137,000 in hours for this, uh, UPS driver to pay for all of his sister's medical bills and help him, like, through some tough times. And that's, like, the ultimate thank you to, like, that guy, honestly. Yeah, and, for sure. Casey used his platform well during that, but I feel like even if you can't do something like that, just like I don't understand being assholes to them. Like it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's just their job. It's like when people are assholes to cops for pulling them over. It's like, do you know how fast you're going? Yeah, 15 miles over the speed limit. Like you can kind of expect to be pulled over. Yeah, at this point in time, for sure. I 100% agree. Right. Did you guys? I, uh, See the video of that guy getting twisted teed to the face? No. <laughs> no. You guys didn't see that? Oh, it's no. huge right now. Oh, my God. So this up. guy is at the liquor store. Oh, there's memes and stuff already. This guy's at the liquor store just screaming at the clerk, screaming at everyone around him. And this guy next to him is trying to buy a twisted tee, a pounder. And he, like, drops it. And he goes to pick up the twisted tea, and the guy who was yelling at the cashier tries to like kick it away from him, but he ends up picking it up in time, and just levels this guy with the <laughs> twisted tea. Absolutely, twisted tea blows up. Jesus, memes are for okay. Now I get What I see all those memes because it was like, like. They have the twisted T as like 2020, and then it says you all, all of your plans for 2020, and then the twisted T is 2020, and it just like smashes somebody in the face. <laughs> but I have no, no clue what that meme was from. Now that okay, um, I haven't watched the video yet, but I did see something on TikTok today where some customer 
gate like was paying for something he pulled out a bunch of change and slapped it on a table and the cashier was like no nah, i'm not doing that today and he put a can of twisted tea <laughs> on the counter and the dude's like all right here's a 20. <laughs> so have you seen the video now i'm watching it right now oh so it is it is hilarious because this guy like completely deserves this because he's being just an absolute dick he's trying to get like two bud lights literally and he's talking yep. to the clerk and everyone around him just cussing up storm, saying how like like dropping the n-word saying how like you don't know me like i don't know he's being stupid and then he tries to just kick this guy's tea and he just blows his tea up in this guy's face so hard like you'll definitely see it in the next couple of days if you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I just saw it. I think the this is a lots of spits of tea. This did, is did a you play the this, uh the sound Bach. Uh, Bach is stunned right now. It's man. No, it is, I mean, if I looked up on my phone, I could. Yeah, uh, but that whole time that guy is just like cu- just cussing at the clerk and everything and this and the, dude, he doesn't do anything to the guy. He didn't say anything. The guy that hits him with the twisted tea doesn't say anything back to him. He literally just drops his twisted tea, goes to pick it up, and the guy tries to kick it, and he just decks him with it. And the, and the girl taking the video was like, "Yeah, that's what you get." This is a perfect time during, especially during the holidays, the New Year. Is just everybody just take a deep breath, relax. You're gonna get through the day. You don't need to get angry at everybody. Everybody's going through their own shit. Everybody's got their own problems. You know, you, you just have to take a deep breath and just. Be patient, you know. Not everything yes. comes to you quick. Yes, you described it perfectly. This is the sound for the video, but when he when you said he dropped the tea, he missed the kick. <laughs> this guy, no reason. He like flips a twisted key in his hand, drops it. The guy tries to kick it out of his way. He picks it up and cracks him. Yeah, he's like, smack me. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> right in the face, and then he then they try to fight, and he gets on top of him, and he just beats the shit out of him. Was the guy that saying guy. "smack me"? Was he saying yeah, "smack he, he me"? He was like putting his cheek up. He's like "smack me, smack me," and the guy didn't do anything. And then he like continues to do his stuff, and he drops his tea. And then the guy that said "smack me" tries to like kick his tea out of the way, and he just bam, just smacks like, him. Racks. I mean, you heard that sound. It was a crack. Oh, yeah. It's and like it exploded. you shake up something and try and shotgun it or you stab it and it just explodes on you. It was like that, but just across the face. I think the, the funniest part about that whole video is the one dude that was bitching at this guy was the only guy in the whole store not wearing a mask. I don't know if that correlates or what, but <laughs> come, come on, dude. <laughs> oh, That's man. crazy. We haven't even started Happies and Crappies, have we? We haven't, no. <laughs> no. How about we start our Happies and Crappies uh, now that we got our social medias out of the way uh, for um, this podcast? Uh, fun topics to talk about, though. Um, oh, you got to watch that video, man. It is it is hilarious. Well, Lawrence, do you want to kick off Happies and Crappies? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and take everyone's happy right off the bat and just say that, you know, Great Christmas. Uh, had a lot of fun. Glad we got extra time off. Uh, got to see Mr. Fields for the first time since uh, June or May. Fuck. Something like that. So that was exciting. Um, just got got good gifts. I love giving gifts, obviously. I think I, uh, I nailed my Secret Santa gift this year. Um, 
And uh, super excited that next weekend I'm going to see uh, my mom and everyone for New Year's. Kind of do a little Christmas there as well. Um, my crappy is that uh, Nick's uh, baby Eleanor has a, uh, a toy that's an octopus. And <laughs> it has a little little air dot little air pocket on the bottom that can squeeze air in and out of it and i squeezed the air out and stuck it to my forehead um as a joke and i left it on there for like five minutes and i now have a still a big red hickey on my middle of my forehead it has been there for like four days now it is going down it is going down but it is very much so still there so I've had to wear a hat every single day because I don't want to go through the explanation of everybody how I put this. If I were you, I would just tell my tell everybody my fiance loves sucking in the middle of my forehead. Just a big yeah, hickey it's, right yeah. There. it's just a oh hickey. My God. Please, it's no. a hickey, but we're just untraditional about the hickeys. Yeah, we, the neck hickey is trashy, but the forehead hickey it's a new <laughs> yeah, thing. The forehead hickey is straight class. Jedi. <laughs> Jenna caught me with another girl and she gave me a forehead hickey to show everybody yeah, you guys it's punishment. <laughs> Shame. It's like the scarlet A. The red so, letter. My dad, when he was in school for punishment, they would have to sit for like 10 minutes uh, against the blackboard with a quarter stuck to their head. So when they got home, that was like marked in their head. So their really? parents knew that they were in trouble. Yeah. Is this some, like, Catholic school bullshit? Like, what the hell is this? This is some, like, Crosby school bullshit. That and is, like, that's corporate punishment right there. And then you go, you go home or you're riding the bus and you're sitting there rubbing your forehead trying to get it out. Then your forehead's all red anyway. So no matter what, you're getting in trouble. Wow. <laughs> that's great. It teaches you to smack kids with rulers and fucking throw them out of their desks and all, man. Hey, the world's got soft. What can we say? Yep, what can we say? Those kids have gotten smarter and they just fucking tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Fuck. I'll take the next one here, though. Uh, so for my happy, I was unwrapping Christmas presents. For Lawrence already touched this, but I was unwrapping Christmas presents and I got to this one Christmas present. It's in a box. A beautiful box, mind you. What, what color is this box? This, I, dude, it, I don't even know because I blacked out. <laughs> so I open this box, this beautiful box, and I hear like angels singing. Actual <laughs> fucking angels. I got, I started sweating. My anus started puckering. Ooh. And inside of this box was a Graham Gano jersey. That's right. <laughs> so. There's Stand few up, Nick. Show it off. Show it off when yeah, show it you know what? Again. We're we're gonna show Let's off. Let's see it. Let's do a spin. Hey, tweet tweet out to the Twitter account too. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to tweet it out. But I uh, so yeah. I mean, I was flooded with emotions. I threw it on, and I wear it a lot now. And that was <laughs> the best. It came off yet? That's the question. I I've seen you twice, and you've been wearing it both times. Yeah, no, it's it has not come off. It's been washed once though, so we're. It was awkward sitting next to the washer with my shirt off the whole entire time. <laughs> so I'm sure that it was fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> best Christmas present. Seriously, thank you, Lawrence. This thing is fucking so sweet. I love it. Uh, you're welcome. I literally saw. It. I started searching. I will say, 
Option number one was Yingling, but Whoa. it was just, dude, it was 70 bucks after shipping for like six beers, and I just couldn't justify it. Right. So I was like, oh, I'm not doing it. And then I just started looking up some uh, Graham Gano jerseys, and of course, there were none to be found except for in good old China. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I ordered that baby early November, and it got here uh early mid-December because of course it took like a week and uh yeah and I got I, it and I snapped you guys right when I got it I was like I think I nailed this gift so these guys knew for a while yeah really? it, it was it was tough to hold it I'm like you he's like look what I got Nick for Secret Santa I'm like you just win dude like <laughs> this game over I'm surprised they weren't all sold out this is that's a jersey in demand right there like I'm surprised you even found one we need to get this man recognized on Twitter by Graham Gano. He, he tweets tweet at him that's... every day. You should tweet I... him every day until he replies to you. Tweet the jersey. It's tweet the jersey. Like, you got it. If I actually met Graham Gano, and he was like, why is this guy so excited about me? I'd be like, dude, I have created this passion out of nowhere you'd be like cram i've drafted you first round of my last four fantasy football drafts this is how much i love you bro he'd probably he'd probably be like get me the fuck out of here this guy's nuts <laughs> he calls his like agent uh anyhow but yeah so fantastic fucking present i love it and that is my happy for this week um, obviously family and I, you know, we're going on a fun fishing trip soon, but which I'm going to be wearing this fucking jersey at the fishing trip too. So <laughs> well, like, bringing my mini whiskey barrel to that fishing trip, which means I got to clear out all the whiskey I have in there. So that way I can put in some better whiskey. Cause okay, it's just, I, I, I want to you know? talk about that. That thing looks pretty sick. Like you just sent us the video that was flexing on us. Yeah, dude, it was, uh, it was one of the gifts in our left, right center. We do a little left, right center thing and. Uh, you kind of fight for what gifts you want, and uh, honestly, thankfully, Erica traded with me. I gave her a, a one of those electronic wine uh, cork screws, oh, yeah. like electronic, you just put on yeah. top, and it's like, yeah, and pops it off. Um, I got that and traded her for the whiskey barrel, even though she pretty much got it probably for me, Nick, or Brad, or Scott, anyway. <laughs> uh, but I got it. I saw it actually at Walgreens. I was going to get it for my friend for graduation, but he just got a decanter like a week before. So I was like, oh, well, now he's going to have two places to like put his whiskey and he's going to have to think which one's better. And then I'm going to have to outdo his girlfriend because obviously the barrel's better. But so I didn't get it and happened to get it for Christmas. And I was like, oh, this thing's cool. I was actually thinking about staining it a darker color. Literally, I was like that much. I want to stain it a darker color. Be careful that you don't use too much stain. Because it could seep. I'm not going to. But, like, part okay. of me wants to. I'm not going to. But I do I do kind of want to to make it look, I don't know, more like a just a darker barrel, I guess. But it, it's good stuff. It's, it's good stuff. So, and at this, I think I may even get a little, little more of a barrel, wood barrel taste in this glass. You never know. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, my mom oh. goes off on that game, too, by the way. She buys Describe a lot. the game. I, I'm not. I'm not uh, familiar with left, right, center. You go ahead. Okay. So, she gets a bunch of like I wouldn't call them. They're not all gag gifts, but they're like I don't know, probably like thirty dollars and under gifts or twenty dollars under gifts, something like that, yeah, around that there's range. Like, there's like twenty of them. 
Yeah, and there's like 20 of them. Like all like fairly cheaper. Some of them are obviously better than others, so that way there's like the competition of like getting the the good gift. Um, but they're all just unmarked or anything. And there's a little we go around with a little dice. You set a timer for like three to five minutes, and then you everyone goes around, they roll a dice, and the dice has left, right, um, two dots and a star or something like that. Let's see, it's got left, right, left, right, a dot and a star, I think. Or yep. something yep, like you're that. Right. But you roll it, and um, if if you get center, you get to grab a gift out of the center. Uh, if you get left or right, if you have a gift at the time, you have to pass it to your left or to your right. Um, and then the star is you can take a gift from anyone else, or you know, or keep your gift, whatever you want to do. And you just keep going until all the gifts are unwrapped, and then you lower the time to a lower amount of time. And then once the time stops, once all the gifts are open, you keep the gift you have, or you can trade it with somebody that has like a gift that they want. And you just do that, and it gets pretty competitive. And obviously, is that kind of like White Elephant? It's like White Elephant, but with good gifts. <laughs> like, True. it's like, because she, she, so my mom, like, really does pick gifts that she knows, like, specific people are going to like. Yeah. So, like, Fields, I showed you all that beer gift that I got, that, like, oh, yeah. That beer briefcase thing that tells you, like, tasting notes and all that shit. Like, she knew that I would want that gift. And she, I think she knew that Cole or Scott would really want the whiskey barrel. My dad really wanted lanterns, so she made she bought lanterns. Oh, dude, those it. lanterns are legit, actually. <laughs> yeah. So she really works hard, like, all year long acquiring these gifts, and then it's really fun. It is. It's a blast. It is. And, and it gets competitive because, like, there will be a couple people that want the one gift. So they'll be like, they'll get the star where they get to pick any gift, and they're like, fuck yeah! Like, Brad getting those lanterns was so funny <laughs> he literally he had the lanterns when the timer went off and he puts his arms up he's like fucking victory <laughs> and it was so funny and he's like i'm done that's all i wanted i'm done and he just walked out that's all he wanted only gift he wanted but he got it the first round that's and perfect that's, but that's also fun because we don't play with like very hard rules so if like you get everything you want you can like sit out and let other people battle for the rest of the gifts like oh Yep. I, I feel like I successfully hawked all the gifts that I thought Ashley would want because oh, she was putting them right down. very good. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is it a is. lot of fun. Good shit. I suppose I have to give my crappy now. Uh, so for my crappy, it's it's been a really good week. Um, so this crappy is a stretch, but I figured out I'm really, really bad at the game Buck Hunter. Big Buck Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll I'll put this out there. You know, I got the quickest trigger figure in the game. I don't think the game was ready for me to come out here and reload, shoot, reload, and shoot so fast. Um, so you know, I glitch out the game and shoot a doe. I think it's a glitch. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think I'm on a buck every time, but real bad at that game. So <laughs> that yeah. is my happy thing. Everybody with a Nintendo Switch out there, go download Big Buck Hunter. It's what three dollars buck. That was a yes. good. That was a fun yeah. game. That's the most fun I've had on Switch in three years, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a that was a good little party game we had going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I suggest it. Um, Dibs next though, if you're done with your happies and crappies. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Um, not I have one crappy, but uh, my happies where I spent a a great Christmas with my girlfriend Grace's family. Went over there on Christmas Eve. We 
We did gifts on Christmas Eve. We we had Papa Murphy's take and bake pizza for oh, dinner. Represent. Yes. Not so, the triple treat box, dude. Not the triple there. treat box. Second but, job ever. But yeah, we we had some good pizza. It was a low key Christmas Eve, and then we had smoked turkey and everything for Christmas the next day. And we we watched some movies. We watched football. It, it was it was a good time. So thankful to spend some good time with the girlfriends, um, family. Uh, also, obviously, Cole was up here, and I got to see got to see the homie for the first time in a long time. So that was a good time. I drank a little bit too much whiskey, which might be a second crappy because I felt like shit the next day. <laughs> but I do, I did find out, I do, I think I'm a whiskey guy. I've never been able to drink hard alcohol without a chase before whiskey, and it's just growing on me the more and more I drink it. So, Do you drink it uh, neat or on the rocks? I, I put ice in it. Yeah, I, I have uh, to put ice in it because yeah. it's already like it warms you as is, so I need it like cold. But and, I, uh, I did try the the Pendleton that um yeah. that Ashley bought us. Almost we almost emptied that thing on one night. Yeah, there we like, go. I can't bring this on the plane, so uh, let's go crazy. And I went a little bit too crazy, and it was a really good whiskey, but it definitely needed the the ice cubes in there to make it not burn the soul. Yeah. It definitely has a bite to it in the beginning. That very I don't know, almost acetone at the very beginning, but. Once your first ice cube just starts to melt a little bit, it's yeah, bad. yeah, that's how I that's how I do it. I put like three or four ice cubes, and I literally just let it sit there for like five minutes to like just kind of dumb it down a little bit, and then I do it. I mean, my my grandma literally drinks just whiskey waters. Well, whiskey ditch is what it's called, but she literally just does whiskey with a little bit of water because she doesn't like quite the intensity of it. And that's basically what I do with my ice cubes, but I just drink it really really cold that way. But I mean, it's essentially a whiskey ditch, but. They're pretty good. Uh, Nick, that Sexton whiskey that you got me is probably the most intense whiskey I've ever had. Like, it, <laughs> that's, it's good, but, like, if there is a sipping whiskey, that is the sipping whiskey. Like, is that, that the sh- one that's, like, a like a hexagon shape? You yes. Know? Yeah, yeah, I got you good. that, too. Yeah. I like Sexton whiskey. That- I, I like it, too. I tried that. And it it was it was surprisingly good. I think that's one of the first. That's that that's the whiskey that made me want to start drinking whiskey. Yeah, I, I let my grandma try it. Of course, she plopped it right out of the bottle, and it was a funny reaction because she was like, she was just like, oh my god, oh so <laughs> it's just like brutal. That's that's my favorite like mid shelf whiskey probably where it's you know you're you spend forty bucks on it and. You definitely get your money's worth out of that small little bottle because it takes a long time to finish. Right. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out to Sex and Whiskey. That stuff's pretty good. Um, I guess my my only crappy that I can think of this week has been it's been pretty good since the last time you heard from me. But uh, today there was another small blizzard <clears throat> in uh Fargo, North Dakota, and other areas. But um. I found out Carol, my my O2 Buick Park Avenue is not as good in the snow as my O1 Buick Century Herald was. So <laughs> it, it's a little bit more slick out there on the roads for your boy. I don't like it. I don't know if it's the weight of the car or if Harold is just faithful like that, but <laughs> Carol can't handle it as well. <laughs> that's, that's my only crappy. It's not too bad. Man, oh man. <laughs> I, I had a great week, man. Seeing you boys, you know, everything that was said. I 
I had a great fucking week. I don't have a single crappy. Actually, maybe I do. Okay, I went to the dentist for the first time. Probably, it might have been two years. It's been a while since I've been to the dentist. And you know, your boy came out with no cavities once again. You know, no cavity club here. But I asked, you know, you know, like I don't know if your dentist has this, but like there's a little wall that's like no cavity like club, and they're all like little little kid names on there. Like I asked to be on there, and they said no. You have to be under ten. So that's a big crap. That's a big that crappy so for this. Bullsh- I know. I was you like, should oh, find a new I'm- dentist, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like it- sooner or later, I'm gonna get a cavity. I can't be on the club. Like I want to be in the club now. I want to. I want to stay here, man. Uh, and, dude, and, I've, never had, and, I've never had any cavities in my life, and I think the last two or three years going to the dentist, they kind of told me that like you're actually starting to get a couple cavities if you don't like you know make sure to focus on those two teeth. I have two molars in the very back that are starting to get rip cavities. them out, rip them I've out. Never, ha- before you never get the had a cavity before in my life, but they're like, oh, you're starting to get them. Just like be careful, and so I've been, I guess focusing don't. on those teeth but it, i don't think it's helping man i think next time i go to the dentist they're gonna say like these cavities are getting bad don't and let the streak die rip them out before they can say anything like but i never what cavity what, so what cavity you, what happens when you do get a cavity i'm curious i don't even know never they had to fill your mouth up with tar and lead and all sorts of shit i had a bunch of cavities when i was a kid and i just don't ever want that shit again that shit's terrible here, here, here's the thing i haven't been to the dentist in three or four years oh but- boy I know my my fucking um what are they called wisdom teeth I know I know they need to be removed right yeah. it's not it's not like super painful right now but like I can tell they need to come out and it just makes me not want to go to the dentist to get that news so I've been, I've been putting it up teeth out yet no wisdom teeth are still in my dad didn't get his wisdom teeth out until he's like 30 something I swear this man wants to be wise when he grows up he keep he's keeping those in I, I need all the wisdom I can get. What's up? As soon as I tore mine out, I lost at least four IQ points instantly. Instant. That's probably from drinking. I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I only have one wisdom tooth, and they they what? Said I can, yeah, where's, I it, only, where's it growing out of the middle of your mouth? What the fuck? Back, back right, and they said you can keep it or you can get rid of it. Uh, just make sure you brush it. So, so you keeping it? You just sticking with you? I don't really like him. Yeah, Floss kind of right there's tough. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. And then, but I think I might just do a home extraction. I got oh, you. Yeah. you bring some of that sex tin whiskey. No, I, I had that tin cup for the first time. I like that tin cup whiskey. So, drink some whiskey, Nick, and we'll take that Leatherman of yours. I'm, we'll I'm not a, right I'm out. not a huge tin cup fan. Not a huge really. Fan. Have you had the rye? I think it's cool that it comes with like the tin shot glass, but I'm Have not. Have you had the tin cup rye whiskey? Uh, I don't. I actually don't know if I've had the rye or the regular. I don't. I don't know. I had it one time at my buddy's, and I mean, it wasn't bad. But I mean, I just think like if I'm gonna spend the money on whiskey, I'd rather get something else. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I like it because it, I mean, it's only like what was it like twenty twenty five bucks for. Old bottle. I think it was like and thirty. Yeah. No. It, okay. It was on sale then. Yeah. It was. It was, it was. It was on sale for like twenty. So I got ten dollars off on it, and uh, I was super happy with it, being my first whiskey bottle I ever bought myself, other than like Crown Apple or something. So. Oh yeah. See, I'm just getting Jim Bean. If I'm spending twenty five bucks, I'm just getting Jim Bean. Yeah. I love, I'm a big Jim Bean fan. I like Jim Bean. 
I think, I too, I think it's the best super consistent. The best, it's like yeah. the best well-ish whiskey out there, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For I sure. think, Nick, we got to get Baca and Evan Williams. Big old 175 Evan Williams like we had that one time. That was... You can grind through Evan Williams. <laughs> God, Nick, get... that, one time, that one time, I think it was Christmas three years ago, it was when we had Christmas at Britt's Condo. Do you remember that? Yep. You got me a whiskey and it was something with a J. And I don't Jeremiah, remember. What it... Jeremiah Cole? Jeremiah Jeremiah something. God, possibly, because I got Knob Creek and I got whatever whiskey you got me. And I was like, oh, I'm obviously gonna like Knob Creek better because I really like Knob Creek. But whatever that whiskey was that you got me. The Jeremiah Weed? Kinda... No. no, it was like a it was like an off white, like an eggshell white, almost tan label. With like a eagle on it or something, but it looked. Is that not Jeremiah Weed? What is Jeremiah Weed? Isn't that like a whitish, orangish label? I don't think it no. wasn't Jeremiah Weed. It wasn't. It... I remember I've been trying to find it forever and I can't find it, but it was good stuff. And it was, it was a liter. It wasn't like a one seven five or anything, but it was. I was surprised because I thought for sure I'd like Knob Creek better because I've had a little bit of Knob Creek before, but. No, it was. I liked that whiskey that you got me better than the Knob Creek, to be honest. But yeah, I don't remember what that was called, to be honest. With I you. know I do. I haven't found it in so long. I've always looked for it, but I never find it. So maybe and, they stopped making it. I don't know. And so my happy for this week, besides what everybody said, I I was driving around my hometown this week, just going fifteen miles per hour, listening to music, just just looking at things. So I definitely I've. And now I know about myself. I'm going to be that old man driving 15 under the speed limit, going around, just, just putting around. I'm going to see my plan is I'm going to buy a shitty car, get some cigars and just put around town at 15 miles per hour. Have a 10 car pile up behind me. You know, just (laughs) like the Amazon driver, just like that guy. Yeah. Just enjoying life. Cause that was a good time. I was just, you know, just driving by all like the houses of my friends' parents used to own and stuff like that, and just you just enjoying life. Beautiful Minnesota winter day. You know, the heat cranked up all the way, all the way up. You know, fans going up and the windows down, baby. Like that's that's how you roll around here, and it's just it was just an enjoyment. That's what I got out of that. Fields, you also finally got to try all the beer that uh, I oh, brewed too. That's true, Nick. Everybody, shout out right now. If you find a Nick Bordeaux beer anywhere, take a sip of that. That shit's all good. Man. I, you give me three or four different kinds? Four different kinds. I think I've only had three of them so far. I think I haven't had one of them yet. Um, I think I still have one in the fridge. Do you but, have the orange one left? Uh, maybe I did try them all then. I, I can't remember now, but which, man. which Do you got a favorite? Oh, I can't. Nick, do you remember what I said? I told Nick about my favorite one. It was that white, that. the white cap IPA. White, oh, yep, I like that. I like that one. And then I I like that stout he had, that nearly had a stout. That was that was smooth and delicious. I think all it needed was a little bit more mouthfeel, and I think it had been perfect. And that orange one that Nick has been bashing on that I've been hearing for a couple weeks, weeks or month a month now saying that it wasn't didn't turn out great i thought that was delicious i thought that was really <laughs> count yes i i don't know if it mellowed out or if maybe i just i just thought it, it tasted like soda so it definitely wasn't if you're looking for like a like a hoppy beer or anything there was no hops in it, it didn't, or i didn't taste any hops in it but it just tasted like 
like orange soda, and it was just so easy to drink. It had could... it had to mellow out or carbonate through it or something because before mm. when I tried it, I had one and it was like it was quite like orange flavoring. It's pretty much what are you, are you talking about? Otang? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that that hundred percent mellowed out. Yes, it, it got delicious. even better the longer it sat. And I actually asked Nick before he got on. I was like, "Do you you did you use like sugar in this or is it all natural?" And he's like, "No, that's just all natural." And I'm like. This is such a pan- poundable beer right now. Like I could drink this and not have like a Mike's hard hangover, and I would do this every day because this this thing just goes down like butter, and it has a great flavor, and it definitely mellowed out from when we first tasted it. Yeah, I try. I drank two of them on uh, Saturday, was it? And it definitely mellowed out a lot. So, did you have a favorite, Cole Field? Yeah, that uh, that white cap one. The was that the Kona, that was a Kona clone, kind of. Yeah, in a sense. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. That's a good one. So, uh, shall I open these gifts? Open them, bitch. Is there one I should open first? Open, open the non-big one. Uh, are you supposed to call Jenna upstairs? Oh. Uh, yes, I am. Let me, let me get, you're saying, when you say the non-big one, you're saying the, the glass, right? Open the one with the, with the bow on top. Yeah, the glass. <laughs> <laughs> this man trying to call up gifts before he opens up. That's crazy. <laughs> I gave one to, pull. we got wow. quite the angle there. <laughs> All right. All right, so but, I'm hey, guessing before, before you gift... open this one, I gave one to every one of the booze and banter boys. There was a four set at the thrift store. Oh, and I got one for each of us. All right, so I'm going to assume that this is a whiskey glass that is going to have either a letter on it or some sort of nice limerick of some kind. Limerick. <laughs> this man ain't a white. This man ain't a white girl. This man. This is a nice glass. Ain't got no letter on it. All right, so it is wrapped in the paper protective wrapping, so I'm assuming it is a glass. Oh, it we can glass. really, we can really hear the uh, <laughs> the experience here for all the listeners. This firsthand. Uh, that's seven. some seven. Very nice, a very s- nice short whiskey glass. I love it. Thank you, yes, because sir. the one that Nick got me a couple years ago broke. There we go. We got everybody on the podcast got one of those, so we can enjoy whiskey together. Oh, let's go. Well, I just had a whiskey in my other glass, too. Son of a gun. Has well, anyone had Seagram's? I don't think I've had Seagram's. I've never I've, had it. I've had it, but I don't buy it usually. So, uh, so this, it's, it's not going in your cup, then? <laughs> it's not going in your Seagram's cup. Well, I cup. may have to just put it in my cup just, you know, for the irony of it. But It might taste better. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to say this is either a, a poster or a... Uh, Hot nudie calendar. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily for you, that's what we were all doing on uh, when we were all oh, hanging shoot. out playing oh, Big Bug let's Hunter. Go. And it is a Steelers locker room. <laughs> that's so cool. Let's go. I want to actually see this thing. That's uh, going yeah. right above the bed. I saw that at the thrift shop, and it hurt me to buy it. But I'm like, I got to get this from Mr. Lawrence. Let's go. <laughs> Talking Let's about see. the Steelers, what's going on with them? 
What are you talking about? They just they just that, clinched everything. That, that comeback win after that, I, I sent I sent the fucking text to the group message. I'm like, how about them Steelers? They're looking dangerous, and then they come back and win an hour and a half later. <laughs> I know. I literally I saw. I didn't get to watch the game actually this week, and I saw they were down seven twenty one at half, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I looked. I started watching a little bit, and I was like, oh, it's twenty twenty one. Holy moly! And then he kicked the field goal, and then they ended up winning it, and oh, it was great. But I will say that's not how it can't be that way in the playoffs. It cannot. Right. How about how about Mr. Alvin Kamara on don't, Christmas Day? I lost my championship game in fantasy because of him, so I I, I don't want to talk about this. I took third, not even because of him, because if he had scored zero, I still would have won. I think, but. He, that's nuts. I'm very rattled that they didn't just give him seven touchdowns. They should have just given him all seven. seven. He should have. They gave it to Taysom Hill. You're on the two-yard line, and this man already has five touchdowns at the time. Right. Like, just just give him the record. Like, he was still standing on the sidelines, like, thinking they were going to let him go back in, and then... Yeah, he was walking out on the field, like, give yeah. the shit to me. <laughs> yeah, I would, too. I'd be like, give it to me. Like, I got a chance to break a, a long-standing record for 100 years. Like On just Christmas. Me... On and Christmas, if, yeah. And if Against anyone... the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> if anyone knows anything about the Vikings, we love, we love those record-breaking uh, records against us. You know, like, that's our thing, you know? We love being on... Like those in like ten years, those those top ten of the last decade. Being we love being the opponents of any team. Well, another record too was the fucking Mavs up fifty points at halftime against the Clippers. Yeah, seventy-seven twenty-seven. Yeah, I saw that. They were Kawhi-less, but that that should not give you a reason to lose by that much. I swear to God, Kawhi was bleeding out both ears and eyes. Like he looked (laughs) like he had a bola out there. He was bleeding so much. The game before. Oh well, I don't know if I said this, but uh, thank you, Bach. That's very nice. I like both of them. Of course, brother. Merry Christmas to you. I didn't get you anything other than my my beautiful presents. That's all I needed in my life. So, was the presence. No, what you got what we got is a save the date. Yeah, that's yes! true. Yes. I did I did tear up when I opened up the card. Let's go. They're nice the pictures too. Their engagement photos. Grace, Grace got it. And she's like, God damn. Uh, she's like, there's only one picture in here, but they did a goddamn good job on it. <laughs> <laughs> they did, dude. We got our we got pictures and immediately of course got them. Printed, put in some frames. We got every parent a uh, a photo this year, and then something else. And the photos are so good. It's like it's hard to choose which photos to give to who because they're all just so good. Uh, shout out to is it? I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's either Glaser or Glasser images. Wait, so did certain save the dates have different photos? No, no, they, don't. Oh, they all have one. Photos. I'm talking okay, about okay. for Christmas we gave out. Oh, okay, okay. You know, a, a picture frame with our picture in it. And, uh, yeah, we did different pictures for every family, so that way we don't have the same picture at every family event. But, uh, that's they actually, all came out I think that's a good idea because a lot of times you go to places and they have, like, like with a one photo in each, like, household, you know? And it's yeah. just like, oh, okay. Like, I've seen this before, you know? What's special? But, like, an individual one, you know? Yeah. You, you know. Yeah. Everyone got their own unique one, so no one's going to be, you know, What I like about about you guys' engagement photos, too, is they're not, like, super traditional. Like, even the editing is really, like, 
I don't know. It's harsh in a sense. Like there's a lot of contrast in it. Yeah. And it's it makes tradition. Cole look like shit. Yeah. It's just so harsh. It just. I, oh boy. All I gotta say about it is you made my refrigerator. So good job. Oh, say, and, say that word and again. the people we ordered them from too sent us a uh, a magnet of our uh, save the date. It's like the same size of the save the date, but it's a magnet, so we got it on our fridge too. As like a thank oh, you for going cool. through them, which is super cool. Oh yeah. But yeah, whoever the the girl that did our our uh, pictures, she she edited them very good. So like some of them are very moody, and those are Jenna's favorites, the ones that are really moody. Personally, I like more of the traditional the, kind, I guess. The but. masculine ones where you have like they they edited you to have like a nine pack and, and you're on yeah, that horse. Yeah, that horse. The one, Jenna's, the one Jenna's where you're like on that white horse. To me. Well, yeah, the one where you're in the white horse with the sword and Jenna's like your maiden. I love that one. That's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my favorite too. Yeah. Well, they actually took that one at Cody's wedding. That was actually oh. just an photo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't get to see the He-Man one, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well. Good stuff. You guys think we should get to some beers, or I think we're getting thirsty. I'm a good grandma. I gotta chug, chug my Bud Light quick on this glass because I want to pour mine in a glass. So this is gonna be a. Oh anybody fuck! Wanna, anybody want to time me on this chug? I got a full Bud Light pounder that I'm gonna chug yep. in this glass. All right. Set. Hold on! Whoa! Whoa! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Fuck! Let me know when you're ready, Cole. The new pouring technique did not work. <laughs> She's spilling everywhere. All over my fucking desk. Dude, it worked for me three times already you tonight. You have to let it pour for like a second before you let it go. No, because it's I get all these beers have so much fucking head. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they do. Stop. It's making me feel bad. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of a bummer. But all, all right, right, you got your you got your phone ready. I'm gonna chug a pounder here, and we're gonna see how long it takes me. Because I gotta I gotta put my review beer into this glass but i have a whole pounder in here already so uh, i don't think you can do it well i can do it i'm just curious how long all right i got a stopwatch ready set go he's chugging he's chugging away it's going it's okay that's pretty impressive oh that's click <laughs> that was six seconds flat and there's some lag time guaranteed on this fucking skype I'm so gonna give that a four and a half seconds because when I was looking at it, that that shit went down. I, I swear say, to God, I feel like that was that was shorter than six, but you know I'll take it. I'm gonna say that was two blinks. I blinked twice; it was gone. There we hey. go. Yeah, I'm just going by the stopwatch. But tonight we are reviewing uh, some pretty good beer, I would say. Uh, a couple from the same breweries, and then two from the Fargo Moorhead area. So we got the Blood Orange IPA from Fargo Brewing Co. We got the Keep It Cold. It's a strawberry mango sour from Junkyard Brewing Company. Uh, we got the Hopalana Nimbus. Wow, how would we? Even... It's the Hopulo Nimbus. Hopulo Nimbus. It's a hazy double dry hopped IPA from Bauhaus Brew Labs. And then the Stargazer Black Lager from Bauhaus no Brew Labs. No way. Wait, me and Lars are from the same brewery. You guys are from the same brewery. The, the Coles have teamed up, and I got to go grab my beer and finish mine in about eight seconds if his was two. So I'm going to have somebody kick her off. Fields, how do you feel about kicking her off? I'll kick her off real quick. So I feel that the Bauhaus beer can looks exact, almost very similar to mine. I looked at all their beers that they had, and they all look very similar. 
Actually, no. My can my uh, cans don't. I I bought a special like holiday pack at least. That's what my liquor store said. Oh, they shit. all look very. They all look the same. So I bought a for, uh, a variety pack. And uh, oh, so they had they had those exact beers. There's four different uh, right beers in this variety pack. There's each beer comes with three different ones or three. I don't know how to fucking describe this. I've had a lot of them, obviously, at this point. But I, uh, so each can looks fairly similar. It's like a variety pack of four different beers. Each one has three of them, and it was pretty damn cheap. It was like twelve bucks. It was on sale. Oh, and so I've tried. I've tried their uh, IPA, their Sky Five IPA. I've tried their uh, uh, Lounge Wizard, their Hazy Pale Ale, and I haven't tried their Pilsner yet that came out. But right now I have the Stargazer Black Lager. And I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty damn full from drinking about six of these. But actually, this is the first time I had the lager so far. But what I've noticed, each beer that I've poured so far, great fucking head every single time. Every single time, it's just like, fuck, it's just insane. It just comes yeah, out of the glass. I got to wait like that 10 bad seconds. Boy I just poured from the same brewery. That head is solid. This it's, is exactly what I wanted this beer to look like. Yes, it's it's insane. I don't know how they do it. But... They do it somehow. I'm going to take a little Baca J gulp right now. It's my first time trying this black lager, the Stargazer. Yes, sir. Jenna, you that was try not a Baca J gulp. Don't even, don't. Okay, okay, okay. I'll go, I'll go back for a second time. Yeah. That's more like it, yeah. You know, all I'm tasting is really a traditional stout. It's a uh, it's it's a perfect what you're looking for. If you're looking for a stout, this is exactly what you got. It's coffee, mostly coffee, a little little dark chocolate in the back of your mouth. Um, let me read a, a tidbit because I haven't got actually a tidbit on a beer can in a long time, so I'm gonna read it. This is five percent, twenty two IBU, and it's twelve fluid ounces. Um, so the German style Schwarz beer is a jet black mystery, delivering a surprisingly light body and bright hop profile without the heavy roast quality qualities you find in most dark beers it's as black as a night sky yet amazingly refreshing and smooth how do we do it it's like science don't overthink it just enjoy it and that is the perfect perfect explanation of what's going on here because that's exactly what you're getting it's smooth it's dark it's refreshing and you know not all dark beers can pull that off you know it's most dark beers is heavy and Kind of sits in your stomach, but this is when you get a good dark beer, you find out that it's it it can be a it's chuggable. Not I don't know. I've I'm I'm I've been drinking quite a quite a bit, but <laughs> this will go in my mini fridge. I'm gonna wrap this shit up. I I think the reason why this beer is so drinkable is because it is a lower percentage for an IPA for or for a lager. Yep lagered stout first off and then second off is because of the lager yeast so that yeast is gonna make it like really fucking clean um and yeah it's impressive i think i'm impressed the fact that they lagered a dark beer i don't know about you but i like this beer ashley drinks it a lot and it's one of my favorites this was actually a last second change up i was going with their hazy pale ale Right before the podcast, until Nick told me that this is Ashy Ashy Poundsy, I was like, "Okay, let me let me try this. What's going on here?" And it is it's it is jet black. It is dark. It's 
You can't. It's it's yeah, black. When you, when you said it's from the same brewery, I don't know why, because obviously uh, breweries do a lot of different types of beer. But I just was like expecting it. I was pouring mine as you were like, "Oh, it's from the same brewery," and I looked up and yours was polar opposite of mine, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" But that was just me being a little ignorant there. This is yeah. This is the first time I ever had this brewery, and so far same. I've tried th- I've tried three of their beers, and all three have been delicious. What's the and brewery? One more time. Bauhaus. Okay. It's B A U H A U S. Okay. Yeah, they call themselves Bauhaus Brew Labs. So that's why they. Yeah, Bauhaus Brew Labs. I saw the Brew Labs and I was like, I'm all in, babe. What kind of of thing you got in your creation in the laboratory? What are you cooking up? (laughs) Laboratory. (laughs) And they they are delivering so far. I haven't tried the Pilsner yet. That's the next thing. I'm actually Ooh, excited to try it. I'm good. actually really You're excited. You're three for three right now, though. That's a good yeah, sign. I, I yeah, I feel like you should grab the Pilsner after this beer just to, like, kind of throw it in there because you, you've liked everything so far, but that would be your seventh beer of the night. Uh, yeah, at least. Um, but definitely, <laughs> I, think I, I think I might go – yeah, I definitely will go try it because Nick's been hyping up Pilsners a couple, like maybe a month ago, and the one Pilsner I tried was – over a that's the poster that started me on it really on pilsners yeah because th- it was from this variety pack that i started on my pilsner train was that fucking bauhaus pilsner when do you guys think nick's gonna get off this pilsner train ever <laughs> yeah i, I know think, i think he's on it this might be his new thing nick the pilsner is it the, boardwell is it one of those things that like once you're on it you can't get off it yeah it's kind of like you know cocaine crystal meth oh yeah heroin you know, yeah. all the and, good stuff and love and love. <laughs> the Christmas <I> like joy <laughs> bring it back to family family aspect I will uh, take the next one here though because my beer is very interesting um, so I have the blood orange IPA uh, this is a play off of Fargo Brewing Company's wood chipper IPA which is like their staple IPA. It's the one that uh, basically they have at every single street fair. Um, they have basically everybody's probably had a wood chipper IPA at some point in time in their life. Yep. They've lived in Fargo. Um, so first off, when I pour this, it's so freaking pulpy. It looks it, it beautiful. Was, it looks yeah. good on camera. It's it's really cool. Like the pulp inside of it makes me like know that they actually use like real blood oranges. On the nose, it smells. Just like very strongly like oranges. Um, it actually kind of gives me a little bit of hope for my orange beer because when I'm tasting it and when I drink it, here, let me do a Baca Jabar small, uh, a mini Jabar gulp here. Mini Jabar. Yeah, no, the, you sent us a picture of the pulp in it, and it honestly almost almost looks Photoshopped like you Photoshopped right. sprinkles into it, you know? Well I, well, I did do that first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But this beer is amazing to me because you get like all that orange flavor and it's actually very similar to the orange flavor that I have in Otang, like in the Honest Mistake collection <laughs> of Honest Brewing. I'm going to say once again, that's not a mistake. That was, That's a good yeah. fucking beer. Bach can fucking back me up on this. That beer is delicious. Which one? The Orange Tang. The Orange Tang. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the a mistake. Longer- that is. It's something. You got something there. <laughs> okay. Well, this beer has a lot of hot profile to it. Um, so they have the wood chipper, like the hot profile. And one thing that Fargo Brewing Company does a lot is they like really just kind of fuck you up with hops. Um, and it's still there. 
but then the orange is there. So you get like the bitterness of the orange pulp and the bitterness of the uh, hops. And it's just like this awesome amalgamation of um, flavors, I would say. It, it's it's so good. The head on it doesn't last too long. And that's probably from the orange flavoring. But this beer is in my mini fridge. Ashley was drinking it too. She liked it. It's like, if you're not an IPA fan, I say this a lot. But if you're not an IPA fan, go give this beer a try because you're going to get like that orange flavor out of it and then you'll get the hops. But like the bitterness of the hops kind of just tastes like the orange rind in a sense or orange peel. So it doesn't like make you think of hops when you're drinking like all that bitterness. It is 70 IBU, um, but it, it's so good. Like this beer is great. Um, it's a blood orange IPA again for Fargo Brewing Company. It's in my mini fridge. I'll probably pick it up again just to support local and 6.5% too. So it's over that 6% threshold, which is fun for a beer. So I like it. Love to hear the positive review from Fargo Brewing Company. We haven't had too many of them on here that we've actually liked. So it's, it's good to hear that, um, that you like that one. Well, and, and one of their beers, um, Hippie Feet was in my all-time beer list, too. So they they definitely they put out some good stuff, too. I will say, when, uh, in my local town, I did see Fargo Brewing Company. I didn't see any other Fargo or Moorhead breweries in the in, in stock, but they did, I did see a couple of Fargo Brewing Company beers. You know what? Their distro is pretty good. Um, and then, like, another thing is... I don't know if either of you, Lawrence or Baca, have driven past it, but they have like really made their tap room cool. Yep. Um, the outside of it looks really cool. Really? They're adding, yeah, they're adding stuff to the back. Um, they added like more brewing equipment, and now there's windows so you can see into their brewing equipment. You can see them working. And I stopped in at like six or seven p.m., and there was like three shift brewers on. Like working, yeah. so I think they're really trying to up their game. Yeah, they've been uh, like, they've been upgrading the inside for a minute now. I I went in there and I bought Fred um a growler of something, and everything was under construction. I haven't been in there since then, but yeah, um yeah, they've nice. been putting in work. And I after the review, I got a little bit of Drecker news because we love Drecker, and so I'm gonna throw that out after the review. Sounds but who good. wants to go next? I'll throw it out there. Uh, so I have the Hopulonimbus, um, which is, it does not have a tidbit, but it has um, a double dry hopped IPA that's cloudy with a chance of awesome. And man, is it cloudy. You cannot see anything through this beer. It is. It looks like orange juice, a bright orange gold color. It had a great head on it. Um... It is uh, obviously double dry hopped, 7% alcohol, 44 IBU, uh, 12 fluid ounces, of course. And uh, <laughs> it, is, it is packed with a punch right away. Um, the, only, it, the, hop, the hoppiness, the hops lingers a little bit, but it is like the second it touches your tongue, it is just punch you in the face with flavor, punch you in the face with hops, punch you in the face with carbonation, even though it has a soft mouthfeel, it ends it ends with a little bit of uh, dryness, um, but it is really good. Uh, it's got pretty tropical, I want to say orangey or grapefruit-y maybe. 
probably so probably tangerine, I guess. Isn't that like what a tangerine is? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna say tangerine feel. Um, it is uh, pretty dry. Ends pretty dryly, but or dryly is that a word? Dryly? I don't think that's a word. It is now. No fucking okay. way it's a word. No fucking way it's a word. Okay, but it but it it's really 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 flavorful. Um, tropical ends with a dry note. Um, but really packed punch full of, of fruit forward, which is what I love in IPAs, especially nowadays, is fruit forward. Um, I would personally say it could tone down the, the hop first, but I mean, it's a double dry hop. So what do you expect? Um, so it's kind of, it's, it's honestly exactly like exactly what you would expect if you read, um, you know, what it's, what it's going for. It's double dry hop, it's fruit forward, or it's fruit forward. Um, it's, it's thick as hell. It's exactly what you expect it to taste like, which I appreciate, but it's, it's packed full of flavor. Uh, for sure. It's going to be going in my mini fridge. I think if you buy a six pack, it will last you, you know, six days. Cause these are definitely a sipping beer, but it's, it's very flavorful and very, very good. So for sure it will go in my mini fridge. I would advise uh, Mr. Nick to, to try this beer if there's some left at 99 bottles because you'd really like it because it is, it's got the lingering hops and they're very apparent, so, Man, but very you flavorful. Know, you know what we need to do? We need to go down Booze and Banter Crew to the cities and for like four days and try to hit up like five breweries a day, you know, share some flights and go try this shit because... These guys out from the cities. I don't know if Bauhaus is from the cities, but I'm just saying, like the breweries. They are okay. Yeah. The breweries down there, they put out some fun shit, and we we're like super spoiled with Drecker and Junkyard, Um, and that's kind of where we go. But we need to head out down there, do an extended weekend, stay on Hennepin, and go to all these breweries that we can walk to and. And because they're just fun. Like, we don't ever really say bad things from, like, Modest and from, you know, Bauhaus and shit like that. Yeah, that would sure. that would be a blast. I'm actually super excited because uh, this weekend I'm going to uh, Bismarck, like I said, and we're going to go to Stonehome. I think that's what it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah. We're going to Stonehome, which is a newer, a newer brewery in Bismarck that was built right underneath uh, a bank that went up. And uh, I'm super excited for that because I never, I've never been to a brewery in Bismarck because every time when I've lived in Bismarck, I've been too young to legally go out somewhere. So I'm excited to, to have a, an actual Bismarck brewery. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. I'm sure I'll be snapping you guys the whole time. Hey, bring, sure. ba- bring back something. I'll Venmo you or yeah. I'll write night with you because... Well, you're stuck with me for life because you engaged to my sister. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'll uh, I'll send you I'll send, if there's like a menu I'll send you a picture of like the menu or something that you choose or oh you gotta remind me I'll completely forget I'll try my best I'll remind you I'll also text Jenna sounds good sounds good sure, yeah, I'm sure I'll get you something sweet all right uh I guess we'll move into my beer review here. Um, before I start, I just want to give a shout out to my girlfriend for giving me my new beer drinking glass. It's called the Hammer Axe, and it's got, uh, Nick and, uh, Mr. Fields have already saw it, but it's got a bottle opener at the bottom, 
of the mug itself, so you can unscrew it and put your bottle caps in it and whatnot. So that's pretty cool. That and sick. this is what I will be uh, drinking beer out of from here on out. But my brew is from Junkyard Brewing. It's called Keep Me Cold Strawberry Mango Sour. Uh, it's a sour ale with strawberry, mango, and plum. Nick has tried this before, so he can correct me on everything uh, that I get wrong. What's Perfect. the pulp meter on it? What's the pulp? Uh, pulp meter. Where's the pulp meter at? They should have it. it I think it's like extra pulpy, right, Lawrence? Um, if this is what I've had, it is. It is about as thick of a sour as you can get, so I'd imagine it's quite pulpy, if it's there, what I remember. There is a warning on the side that says, Nick kind of filled me on this before I um, before the podcast started, but um, this beer was conditioned on fruit and must be kept cold at all times um, due to the name. Um, to maintain freshness and prevent the fruit sugars from fermenting in the can. So... This is a beer that must be kept cold. I'm going to crack it for the first time here. I'm kind of excited. Let me know. I'm pretty sure it's thicker than balls, if I remember right. You can hard pour it. It's so thick. Go ahead. It does seem super (laughs) thick. Oh, stop. 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 It's going to flow. No, it's fine. Holy shit. The head on it's nice. That that is one thing. (laughs) Now that's a head. And I poured that down the side of the glass, too, so that just shows how massive of a it actually has. <laughs> that head is ridiculous. I think your first vodka Jamargo is going to have to be out of the can. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll go out of the can first, but as you can see, it's got a nice, like, mimosa, like, dark orange juice color here, almost. You, if, if you gave me a glass of this without the carbonation, I, w- I would tell you this is an it's orange like juice. One one shade darker than mine. But very similar look. But uh, here, here we go with the first gulp, Bakish Bar gulp. It's it's tough to gulp. Okay, he's really going at it. I'm surprised he could gulp it as much as he could. It's the only way to get all the flavor. Clearly. Okay, he's moving, moving his some, mouth around. Like that's an exorcism type well, shit right there. I bet that was sour as hell because their sours are intense. Let's go for a second. He's going for a second. He's going back in. All right. First, first, uh, <laughs> wow, that, that, is, that is pretty thick. Hits you in the dick. It's got a great sour to it. I get, I get heavy apricot <laughs> off of this. For some reason, I'm getting apricot. Um, And it's like, you, you're kind of like not, even drinking beer when you're drinking this you you can't really even tell it's beer which is a good thing for those people out there that like oh i don't like beer like my girlfriend or she's like i'm not a big beer fan i think my girlfriend would love this beer it's kind of like drinking it's kind of like drinking a juice it's it's got it's got that pucker at the back of your mouth wow it made me gassy but it's got a great flavor to it i think mainly i'm getting apricot out of it i don't know what the can said that's made out of Mango and strawberry. Um, mango, strawberry, and plum. But for some reason, I'm getting um apricot. Uh, where's the plump meter at on this mother? I sent you a picture of it. Should be on there. In the group chat here. Yeah. We have. 
on the side. Is it not on this? It's a five pulpometer. We can. So like the picture that you sent, the beer that you sent was a lot clearer than this one. This one's more hazy. This is, you can't really like get the pulp out of it, even though it's a five pulp. Maybe if I like put my flashlight on it, it would help. But it's nothing like, yeah, you can't see the pulp out of it as much as your beer, Nick. But this thing, it, it, it's like drinking. It, it, okay, it looks exactly like orange juice, and it, and it tastes fantastic. I would put this in my mini fridge. It's my first time trying this beer. Um, Nick can probably dig into it a little bit more here to give you the exacts on it because he is our beer expert of this podcast. But it is super thick, and it, it, it does hit you with that sour and um, it would go into my mini fridge. I would drink this again. Well, just to dig into it a bit, what Junkyard does really well is they condition beer on certain things. Um, so they'll, you know, make their standard beer, um, and then they'll put it into a secondary fermenter on top of fruit. Sometimes they put it on cookies. Sometimes they put it on top of like cereal. Um, so this is specifically fruit. That's why it has to be kept so cold though, is because that fruit isn't preserved. It's, it's not, there's no alcohol inside of that fruit necessarily. Um, so you, it, it can go off. Um, and that's why it's called keep me cold. Um, junkyard. I don't know what they necessarily use for their sour, uh, strain. They're very different than Drecker, though. I think both of you guys can kind of uh, a lot different. Yeah, speak to that. Their sour is more like uh, earthy sour in a sense. I would say where Drexler? Drecker's sours, yeah, Junkyards is more like earthy, fruity sour. Where Drecker is more like a tangy sour in a sense. Is what I would say at least. I agree yeah, with that. I would say, I would say uh, Drecker's sours are like. Oh man, they're just like I don't want to say carbonated, but they give you that like almost like pop rocksy type feel in your mouth because they're like they're like warheads. Yeah, yeah, they're like like they're like a sour sour, you know. Like, and I like junkyard because they typically they they're really really flavorful, so they still give that lip smacking like reaction but usually they tone it down with some sort of hoppy or or yeah yeah earthy i guess you pretty much nailed it i can't really explain it in a different way i can explain it for some other listeners that might understand this a little bit better um is that when you're creating a sour beer you are measuring the ph of it a lot and so i think drecker allows their ph to go down more right because base basic is higher acidity is lower so i think they're allowing their ph to go lower where junkyard cuts their ph off at a higher point more near water distilled water which is like what seven um and so basically how you do that is you're measuring your ph measure your ph measure your ph and then you put it back into the boil kettle and you boil that beer up and you kill all of the lactobacillus or not the lactobacillus the the brett that's inside of that beer um so that's why they're different is because you're you're like working with your ph and so maybe the head brewer at junkyard likes a higher ph than the head brewer at trekker which is just really cool if you really think about it because you're fucking like 
they are masters of their craft and they are putting out what they want to put out. And Junkyard specifically is really impressive. And so is Drecker because they have to make a beer that has the correct pH to the fruit that they're going to condition this on because fruits tart itself. And so you have to like perfectly combine these flavors. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Super nerd moment. But like, that's a lot of fucking work. No, I mean, I mean, you're right. And and this one that I'm drinking was canned a month ago to this day. So it, it, it sat for a month before I'm drinking it. And, and um, the head died down quite a bit after. I think it was a bad pour. But it, it doesn't have like a mass. It, it had a good head when we started, but it, it went down pretty quick. And, and it's a lot more sour when you swish it around in your mouth and actually try to taste its flavors instead of trying to back your bar, gulp it down. Um. Yeah, I I think you hit it spot on. Um, yeah, it is. A, it is a thick bitch too. It it is a it's a thick boy like, for looking sure. Looking at it, that shit looks. Like, it looks like you melted an orange creamsicle in there like a minute ago. Right. You yeah. Blushy. You, know. you can't you can't see through the glass like that. That oh, it oh. is a it's a thick boy, and I actually enjoy those thick boys. Shout out. Drecker, shout out Chunk, shout out Thick Boys. I still have yet to actually <laughs> shout out Chunk. Uh, we'll have we'll have the next next Chunk release. I know they had one this month, but we'll have to go in on a four pack. We'll have to split it so you can share my happiness with you guys. The uh, so that that wraps up our brew review. Um, again, we reviewed uh, the Blood Orange IPA. It's a Blood Orange Wood Chipper IPA from Fargo Brewing Company. Uh, reviewed Keep It Cold. It's a strawberry mango sour from Junkyard Brewing Company. We uh, reviewed the Hopilo Nimbus. Uh, it's a hazy double dry hop IPA um, for Bauhaus Brew Labs. And then the Stargazer Black Lager from Bauhaus Brew Labs. But it's not the end of our beer talk because we got one extra coming in here. I gotta, I gotta go four for four here on all four of the beers that I that I've got in this pack, and this is the uh, Wonder Stuff Pilsner from Bauhaus. It is five point one alcohol and thirty IBU, and this is a Pilsner. One of, the, I haven't had a lot of Pilsners in my life, and the last one I had, like I said, was expired, and it didn't, didn't do it for me. And this one, this one might be something special. I'm gonna take one more gulp here. It's, it's so good. My palate might be might have been ruined by the last how many beers that I had, but what I'm tasting right now is I don't I I, I can't really put my my tongue on it or my like, yeah put my tongue because I can't I can't describe it because I haven't had a lot of pilsners, but it just tastes like a creamy ale. I don't know I. That's what. That's all I got from it. That's all I got coming in. It's just. It's just good though. It. it I, I. Nick, can you help help me out here? I'm yeah. fucking. I'm floundering. This is my fucking beer style. So pilsners are super fucking cool because they're a heavily hopped lager. So you're getting like the clean flavor from the lager yeast, but then you still get the hop profile. So it's basically like. Uh, like it's like a bitter lager you're you're going to end up drinking it and it's gonna be like oh yeah i've I've had a lager before but then the bitterness just hits you and then it's gone and that's like my favorite thing about it the mouth feels super clean on it because 
it's brewed with like a really really good yeast that like doesn't leave a lot of sh- shit around so yeah it's fantastic that's exactly what i'm feeling i'm i'm glad you said that because before you said anything i couldn't describe it at this point it's a great mouthfeel it's it's that softish mouthfeel that you get but thickish lagery and then a little bit of bitter at the end like you said and that's that's all it is and it's but it's clean it's crisp it's it's good so i'm saying i i'm going four for four i'm going four for four in this pack this is probably the best pack of buy and it was on sale it was like 12 bucks for for 12 beers this is this is delicious Good shit. These guys got something going on. Well, Wonder Wonder Stuff Pilsner is also going in the mini fridge. So that's I think that's four for four tonight. Um, last beer news that I want to touch on is Drecker's two hundred million dollar expansion that they decided they needed to have. And I, I think it just proves that from a small tap room, um, if you're doing something special, um, good things are going to come. So their $200 million expansion, they're going to be building a food hall and market um, where they're going to just fucking absolutely bring in like pizza, ice cream, all shit like that. Um, they're going to have event venues. I think there's going to be more than one there. They're going to have a hotel, 24 plus hotel rooms. So if that's designed by Punch Gut himself, who does all of the can artwork. So if you stay there, you're going to basically go into Punch Gut's uh, brain, essentially. And then there's going to be apartments on top of all of that. Um, and it's going to be right next to their brewery. Um, and this is huge. I mean, I, this isn't something that Surly has done. This isn't something that Deschutes has done. This is a new venture that a brewery is doing, uh, and Drecker is the first one to do it. Um, so the fact that they have turned a small tap room with like chemists, basically, because they just understood food chemistry, into a two hundred million dollar event center is is next level. And for a beer podcast, like we can't not touch on that because there's going to be people far and wide in the U.S. coming to that. Well, so it's. It's genius because why not have, you know, especially the, the hotel and the apartments and all that stuff right next to the brewery. Because where are you going to go so that way you don't have to Uber home or where are you going to go so you don't have to, you know, worry about getting a ride home. Go oh, to yeah. Jeffer, have good drinks with a really good vibe, really cool aesthetic, good people that go there and just walk right back to your room or your apartment or whatever or go to the venue that's there. And I think... I think nothing but but good things are going to come from this, and I think it's going to be even more fun than it already is. I love the vibe that Drecker already gives, and I think it's just going to be a great, great expansion on their part, and not only for them financially, but just their their whole aesthetic and everything that they're going for. I think it's going to be super cool. And for the for the listeners, um, I know Baca's got to jump off here soon. Um, but for the listeners, we have uh, watched Drecker grow, essentially. We we saw them when they were in their downtown location. Uh, we saw them open up Brujala. And now we see them doing this $200 million expansion. And they're also offered in 35 states and nine countries. Like, this is, they're, they're going big time. That's so huge. It's like, huge. I love to hear that, man. That's so exciting. It's, it's like, it makes me giddy. Like, when and, I... Right. Well, christmas eve and i read that article 
first off, the article is behind a paywall, and I fucking paid $5 to read the article. <laughs> and, and I was so excited. That was like a Christmas gift and all in itself because I know that the people behind Drecker and the bartenders that work there and the fucking staff, like they're good people. And so they deserve everything that's coming to them. And that's like, that's why I like it because every time you go there, you feel like you're part of something and it, and it's fun. Like it's, it's, it's just such a good time. And if you, people that are listening in different countries, because we actually have people doing that, which is like, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, like from, it's awesome. From it's the, amazing. The podcast. That's so amazing. Look if Drekker's available there. Like that, it might be. Right. And, and you'll and be and like the, the, like the, the, a great thing about Drekker, they just posted last week, like, they have three people packaging up all these boxes that are getting shipped out. It's just three people working there for it. Yeah. That that That's all they got, and, and they get it done, and they're getting bigger, and, and their beer's so great. People appreciate it. It's just it's just going up and up for them, and I couldn't be more proud of what I'm I'm considering my hometown now since I've been up here for so long. Like I, I consider this home. I'm so proud of my hometown brewery, Um, the one that I've fucking have loved for so many years and seeing them expand the way that they have done on beer that i know and we all know on this podcast is great so shout out to drecker that it's actually an exciting time for everything that's happening with them that's back to what you said nick is like we we were there during their one one little uh downtown brewery and they were nothing at that point. They were just a little brewery, and we're like, "Oh, exciting to go to a good beer!" And now they're this huge. It's it's, it's amazing. For the you guys, like, you guys have to realize how much we love Drecker. We toured Drecker for my fucking bachelor party, like in that their first location. In their first, and that was like literally a dream come true for me. And that was right before I got married, and all of my best friends were there. And we were touring it, and we saw like their little tiny seven barrel system, and now they are having a two hundred million dollar expansion. Now they're like, huge. They're <laughs> it's huge. And that was and that was what literally two and a half two years, years ago. ago. Two two yeah. three years ago. Two years ago. Like two, two years ago, it'll be three here soon. Like it, yeah, good two and a half years ago, they had a seven barrel back. system, and within literally two years. Two hundred million dollar expansion. That's like how. Not to mention, however much through Holocaust. Right. And yeah, that's, that's a... just that's just crazy. Bruhalla, I love Bruhalla. It's such a cool place too. Like, I love how they have all of their barrels exposed, all of their brewing equipment exposed. They have all of their everything that's fermenting, all of their um, packaging exposed. I just like how it, and all the exposed wood too. It's it's just a really Really cool place. Drecker's just really raising the bar, like, for North, I mean, Midwest breweries, not even North Dakota, but just, I mean, breweries yes. in general. They're yes. really raising the bar. Right, and it, it's like Nick said, we went there on that that brewery tour for his bachelor party, and we had no idea that it would turn out to be what it has become and is becoming but we were still a fan of it when it was just a little little guy on the street, you know? Like that's yeah. that's how beer that's how good this beer is. Like these guys are legit and 
Man, I, I, I like I'm getting pride like saying, Hey, this is my fucking brewery. I got fucking yeah, five yes, hats of these trying guys. The, trying the wheat and trying the bar trying all that stuff, just eating right. straight the grains and stuff. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I still wish that me and Nick we got on the tattoo list last year when they were giving oh, out free totally. tattoos just for their logo. I would have got that on my body. That's how that's how much I love this brewery. Even I think I might have said it earlier that I was getting it was like a, a sad thing because they're blown up so big. They'll never be the small little thing that I used to love. But at this point, they're a big thing that more people that are going to get grow. to experience. Yeah, exactly. It's a new experience. And I always, in my heart, will always remember that little tap room they had. They're just that little, it, was, it could fit what, like 50 people in that little tap room. And it's just, at this it's point, that. it's just, it's huge. And it's, it's, and it's definitely a, a, a star of Fargo, I would say that and for sure. keep oh in God. mind, listeners, we are not getting paid by Drecker. Right. <laughs> no. Right. This is straight love. Hopefully, I pay I hope Drecker. One day. <laughs> yeah, we pay Drecker. I will take one beer. Yeah, we pay them for their beer. I'll, I'll, if, they ever, if I ever get a free beer from Drecker one day, just because of the love we give them, that would be cross that, that off the bugulus, straight that, up. Yes. Cross that shit off the bugulus. Let, yeah. Let's get a petition to get us all Drecker tattoos. <laughs> yes, by Drecker, paid for by Drecker because we love them so goddamn much, and they are one of the best breweries we have ever tasted, and we saw them grow. Dude, I, I just like I can't, so I can't get over it. Like we literally went to Drecker. Every single Friday before we worked and played like card games because that's how small this brewery was. And now it's just like blowing up. And guys, like, seriously, g- give them some love. See where the distribution is. I know we have people listening all over the place. Um, and if the distribution's not there, honestly, I fucking bet you can reach out to Drecker or reach out to your liquor store and get it there because that's how. G- good these people are that's how good drecker runs their business and yeah that's r- rant over is rant over i i love drecker you know you know you know i've always been drinker a one day one drink yards growing on me they <laughs> they did decline me the job but you know how it goes i love them anyway but you know drecker's a one day one i got about five hats from drecker and i'll continue supporting them no matter how big they get, because that's how much I believe in this company. All right. Well, is it time for a Would You Rather and to uh, slowly wrap up the podcast? I do have one, and um, I said this is, this one's going to be easy for Nick. I want to see how easy it would be for the rest of you. I don't know how invested you are into each world, but um, here is... A quick response. Uh, we'll we'll get Cole the first answer here. Would you have rather gotten a real working lightsaber or a real magic wand for Christmas? <laughs> oh, he's muted. So easy. <laughs> I know. I said I know one person's automatic answer here. Okay. Yeah, I'm at I'm at pretty low percent here. So, magic wand or lightsaber? Is that what we're saying? Right. This is a tough. Th- I, this is a tough one. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. First off, kit with the magic wand, you have all the spells in your power. Like, I would assume you'd have to go through the craft and learn them. Swish and flick, baby. Swish and with, flick. Let's with, go. With the lightsaber, do you have the force, or do you only have lightsaber? Uh, we'll go force. 
all okay, that makes it. But you have to learn the force as well. Yes, yeah, but you still have okay. Um, I'm going with the the wand because I feel like the wand you have more opportunities. Lightsaber sick, but at the end of the day, the the wand has more spells. You either only have like the force. I do love the force, like the force I always, is crazy oh, though. I do love the, <laughs> the force that's a tough crazy. one. That's that's, a that's tough what I'm one. saying. I'm going with the wand. I'm going with the wand. Call me Harry Potter, baby. That's, and I'm and going like with the wand. like when you go with the wand, you like you have to go through wizarding school, and you have to like it's like uh, that's K through twelve. Best part. That sucks that, so bad. Isn't that the best? <laughs> no, part I'm not saying the bad thing, but it's like you don't, you don't get the wand. You instantly know every fucking spell in the book. Yeah, yeah, but like once you get the lightsaber, everybody's everybody in the empire is trying to kill you, right? You get the wand, not everyone's trying to kill you because you're kind of you're safer. In, in, not not everyone's trying to kill every wizard. Quite a bit of people trying to kill you with that but wand. If, if you're if you're a Jedi, everyone besides the Jedi are trying to kill you. Everyone in the empire, like everyone, right? But if you have the wand, like who's trying to like? Because Voldemort doesn't know if you're good or bad, right? You could be on Voldemort's side in, in the, like, the long run. So you could be on the evil side. So they're not going to be... You could be on the bad side. You could be with the Empire. You could be a Sith. Yeah, but I feel like you can't learn the Jedi way until you learn and, like, until you grow up, right? Well, you you train for years and years, and then you learn if you're a Jedi or a Sith. Both, both options you're training for years and years is just what in the end... Do you want? I feel like the wand you can basically make into a lightsaber, right? You have spells. I don't. It's yeah, that's a tough. Uh, it's a weird one. It's a tough one, but lightsabers, swords are fucking thing of the past. That's what I'm saying there. Swords are the thing of the past. Wands are forever. I'm saying that right now. Give me a wand. Wands, wands forever. are forever. Let me get that ass tat right now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fucking jump in here because I have some strong feelings on this one. Have you guys ever been to Ollivander's Wand Shop? Because I have in Disney World. <laughs> I've been to Ollivander's Wand Shop, and I got myself a wand. And I fucking... Okay, you know what? Let's back up even further. I'm 11 years old. I'm waiting for my fucking letter to fucking... Hogwarts. It never came. It never came because I'm a muggle. But you know what? If I'm a muggle with a wand, I still feel hot shit. I feel good. If I got a lightsaber, what am I going to do with that bullshit? I'm going to fucking have this molten lava thing just, like, burn in my hand every day? No. I'm going to get a wand, and I'm going to learn magic, whether I have to learn muggle magic or whether I have to learn... It's so easy. It's so easy. I feel it in my bones. I'm taking the wand. And you know what? I bet that Phoenix gave a third tail feather. Not just one to Voldemort, one to Harry, but one to Nick as well. I got a third tail feather. So, I'm taking the wand. Alright. I might as well hit up the the three for three, so well, three for four so far. See what Fox says. But I'm going with the wand. A, sorry all those Star Wars fans out there, but I'm not a huge Star Wars fan to begin with. B, I'm a pretty big Harry Potter fan. I watch a lot of Harry Potter. So this could be slightly biased, but I mean, I know, you know, the power of the lightsaber, the power of the force, but I know what you can do with the wand. I've seen what Albus can do. I've seen what Eri well, can do. Well, he, he, he had the, 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 he had the, the Elder Wand. Yeah, elder he wand. is. Always, take but Albus that, out of it. You're well, not getting Elder Wand. That's what. The Elder Wand or not, Albus Dumbledore was a, great wizard so whether he had that wand or not he's still fucking shit up 
So, <laughs> so <laughs> good dance. So either way, either way, I'm taking the wand. I can I can strike from a distance. I can do water, air, earth, fire, dark. Oh, you're the dark. avatar now. Yeah. Yeah, clearly you haven't seen the Battle of Voldemort and Albus Dumbledore oh, in Diagonality. No. Because he's Diag- straight fire, he's straight water. They diagonally. 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 <laughs> you don't want to go diagonally, dude. Glass shards into sand. He he turns his fire serpent into water. He's drowning him in water. Oh my gosh. Cloak of invisibility as well. This man feels over here is on mute and he's dibs in every fucking item that you could grab I'll, in the I'll, world. You know what? Just to respect the lightsaber, I'll take the sword of Gryffindor. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, might as well it's, throw it's that on there lightsaber. too. <clears throat> Alright, well, it seems like everyone made their answers. I'll take the deluminator. This would not be booze and banter without some banter. Obviously, not obviously, but I do like the Harry Potter world a lot more than I like Star Wars world. But I have been more invested into the Star Wars world as they are releasing more new products than the Harry Potter world. Mandalorian got me sucked in. That shit is fire. I don't know if you guys are keeping up with it, but here's a spoiler. Luke Skywalker shows up and saves Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda from a troop of death. What are they called? I don't know what they're called right now. But it was like an impossible. Like they were in there. It, the season finale is fantastic. I'm going lightsaber. I'm going with the force. Either with that, whether I'm um on the right side of the force or the wrong side of the force. If I'm a Sith or I'm a Jedi, I'm going with it. I'm training. I'm getting the fucking force. And here's the here's the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be like. You do not want to do that. And then you're going to be like, what? And I'm going to force whip the wand out of your hand. And I'm going to lightsaber your ass in half so quickly. It's not even going to be funny. I won't even have to. I'll be on the other side of the room. Whip it out of your hand with the force. Throw my lightsaber at you. What are you going to do? You're you're a stupid muggle now, right? Game over. Cut in okay. half. Okay, I got, I got one fucking word and you're done. Avada I'm be like lightsaber. Hey, they've never been in the same world. You can block that shit with the lightsaber. You can't block. You can't Just block the... magic with a lightsaber. <laughs> you can't block the force with it's lightsaber. It's never been proven. Block... It's never been proven. Can you block the force with a lightsaber? Yes. No, you can't. What do you mean? That's what I fucking mean. They literally take lightsabers out of each other's hands with the force because you can't block it with a lightsaber. Hey, what you can't block magic your wands out of your hand because of the force. My wand will never be out of my hand because that shit's taped on. Your wand's going to be out of your hand quicker than you could say a vodka Kedabra, and I guarantee you that. No, because, well, if I say it like fucking Voldemort. Expelliarmus. Expelliarmus disarms you. I'm really, you do not want to do that. I'll be like, no, I really Jedi mind tricks on you. It, 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 it could go back and forth, but there had to be some fans around here. No, Obviously, I'm a bigger fan of the Harry Potter world, but I'm out here for all the Star Wars geeks listening. I'm, I'm with saying right you, now, Star Wars geeks. I unplugged my phone. I was at 1%. I unplugged my phone, put my mic back in. The magic, Harry Potter's, in Harry Potter's world, magic is greater 
than the force. Okay, the force is not the force is like basic magic. Like the first spell you learn in Harry Potter is how to get someone's wand, right? That's the only thing you have in force is get That's someone's fucking lightsaber. I, I thought it was when Guardian Leviosa, not okay, when okay. Guardian Leviosa. Okay. The, the, the second or third magic spell you get is to how to like get someone's something out of their hand or like, you know, the for, someone's over here. You think a Jedi master you? would let that happen? Dude, Yoda died. Yoda was the ultimate fucking Jedi master. He it's died. The story still Did going? Harry Albus ever die? Harry Albus never died. died. Albus died. He died for Harry. He died. He, he was a martyr. <laughs> He's a martyr, dude. He was a martyr. He sacrificed his own life. He all part of a plan. He all lets, part of a great Have you watched it? Have Albus you read it? Elvis was a pawn. Elvis was a pawn Snake. in this situation. Don't ever call him a pawn. Elvis you let Snape Elvis kill him. Elvis let Snape kill him for a reason. For the Elder Wand, because it was so fucking powerful. Why did I dibs the Elder Wand? Invincible, dude. Invincible. It is a fun conversation. And if there were more Star Wars geeks on this podcast, which there's not. Um... Dude, I've seen every Star Wars. Film. They, would have, they would have better converse, or they would have better arguments than I do. But no, like I said, wouldn't. this is called they wouldn't. banter. I will. I do you do you want me to call? Nah, they're playing League of Legends right now. I here's, couldn't get them on the phone. Here's the, here's the fucking deal. If you call Derek, it's not. I'm not calling call Derek. I'm not calling Derek. Derek's not. <laughs> Derek wouldn't be in the top ten people I called for a fucking bad here. Are you kidding me? I think okay. So here's the deal: we literally had this argument at Sky Zone weekly, all over right. the microphones, and it was a pretty good argument. But wands always seemed to win out. Because every there, was, time. there was more wand users in in that group chat. No, it was because wands are better. Jet, hey, hey maybe, maybe. I'll talk about this tomorrow on the podcast, and we, I, sw- I swear you'll get, like, a complete 180 in arguments. I think that'll be fun. I will literally call me in. I'll call you in. I will. I'll get you in. Hey, you got Discord, right? I live on Discord. We'll get you on Discord, and we'll, we'll bring you in for that one segment, and this will be fun. It will be fun until I make them cry. <laughs> you might or they might make you cry that's how passionate these it's like i'm in a i'm in a star wars group chat right now i mean uh harry potter group chat right now with you guys and then like my other podcast is a star wars group chat so it, it's kind of conflicting i feel like both of the worlds are amazing i i follow both of them very very closely um but i don't have a star wars tattoo so i'm just gonna throw that out there that's fair. I, this Harry Potter is so good. Uh, Harry Potter is like kind of like a, one of those things where it's it's like a life, and then Star Wars is a world. Right. You know, you you kind of it's just one of those things. I would visit a Star Wars like I don't know theme park. That'd be pretty fun as fuck. Is it so hard to be a fan of both? <laughs> is but it this, hard? This this question was a good one. I, I, I want to ask this tomorrow on my other podcast where they're all Star Wars geeks instead of Harry Potter geeks. I claim myself as a Harry Potter geek, but it is booze and banter, so. I would say uh, for you guys, go listen to The Obvious tomorrow. Well, I don't know when the fuck Nick's going to drop the episode. 
<laughs> got your ass. Um, but go listen to the obvious um, episode. I don't know what it'll be. It'll be in the 80s. Um, 90s, to, I think now. 90s to hear this argument on the other side. Uh, the dark side. The Sith side. Because we got our wizards here. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up Booze and Banter, episode number 41. Again, we reviewed the Blood Orange IPA. It's a wood chipper play uh, from Fargo Brewing Company. The Keep It Cold Strawberry Mango Sour is from Junkyard Brewing. Uh, Hopulo Nimbus, it's a hazy double dry hopped IPA from Bauhaus Brew Labs. And then the Stargazer Black Lager from Bauhaus Brew Labs. And then we also had a secondary review from Fields, which is the Wonder Stuff Pilsner from Bauhaus Brew Labs. It was a good episode, a lot of fun. We had a lot of good chats. Um, but we got some sign-offs we need to listen to. Oh, shit! We also got the word of the week. Uh, Glaket. Let me, let, hold on, let me... Let me play it here. It's not playing. Glaket. Oh, there it is, you hear it? Glaket. Glaket. G-L-A-I-K-I-T. Glaket is the word of the week. Real quick, what does everyone think? Ah... Uh... When I glake hit something, it's uh, it's probably when I need to pick out my quill and pen and I need to write in Gaelic. Um, it's my glaiklet, 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 and yeah, I will be uh writing Gaelic with my glaiklet. Fuck. I don't have a guess here. I'm sorry. I'm, I I got my timeline crept up on me. All right. Fields is muted, but he is. I alive. think Fields is muted, and he's trying to. Damn it! I fuck. <laughs> this is this is what glade kick is. Is when the first layer of ice freezes over the lake, and it's like half an inch, and then the first person that walks on the ice falls through and dies. Okay, and everyone's like. That person was a glay kick. They love the fucking ice, and they died in the ice. I like it. You're closest. Glay kick is stupid, foolish, or thoughtless. That's like people... Yeah, that makes sense. It's the people that would pick the lightsaber over the wand. Oh. Glay kick, wow. stupid, foolish, You're or You're lucky thoughtless. I don't have time to dispute that, bro. And I'm going to go ahead and say that the MMA is very different than the NBA. Let's hear Fields. Come on. He's going to do it. Does he have time? He Does typed he it. Time? Fuck he typed Samuel it. Adams he from Fields. And I, Fuck Samuel Adams. And I do have a words of wisdom before I have to peace out here. Fuck um, Samuel Adams. Fuck Samuel Adams. <laughs> there it is. He got in. Um, luck is what you have left over after you have given 100%. So Kobe wasn't very lucky. All right, guys. Have a good night. That was episode 41 of Booze. And Bander, long one for you guys tonight.